0: On the haters.
1: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Making It Work podcast.
0: Okay, was that not? A- we don't do that. No, It's not 2021 anymore, bro. Okay, oh, we're transitioning, boom,
1: yeah. Okay, whatever. Yo, my name is David. This is my co-host Osmin.
2: Osmin. And today
1: we have with us a very special guest. We have my boy Joey Gomez. You already know who it is. Joey uh, uh, Shmoey. on. No, a uh, little background I, on I Joey. I like that. Trust me. Okay, uh, Joey, a little background on Joey. He's one of my closest friends from back home in California. He's a worship leader. He works in youth ministry, kids ministry. He's just an all-around awesome guy, servant of the Lord, loves thank Jesus. You. So we just thought, who better to have on this podcast than my man Joey. Joey, how you doing, bro?
0: I'm chilling. I'm doing very well. My first time on a podcast. So thank you for having me. Appreciate and
1: it. And in Tucson.
0: And in Tucson, my first... Week in Tucson, pretty chill Sick. so far. Sick,
1: awesome. So, how are, how are things going with you in this whole post COVID lifestyle?
0: Dude, no, let me tell you, post COVID, it's, it's hitting different because right. you're able to walk around like pretty confident, not having yeah. to worry about nothing. Yeah. High key, though, my mom, she's still on me. She's like, hey, put the mask on. I was like, homie, we good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We still good,
1: baby. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Hey, man. Well, I'm just super honored to have you here. Appreciate it, man. My boyos, mean. How we feeling, baby? Hey, we feeling good. Feeling Feeling good. Feeling
2: refreshed. Hi. You know, just been a long week, and just like Joey, just been, like, just been moving around, traveling and stuff, but how do you feel about, like, the entire, like, atmosphere here, like, the heat
0: here? Oh. How you feeling about that? Like, physically, the atmosphere. I feel a split. No, how do you feel physically? (laughs) No, physically, (laughs) um, no, it's... It's different because over there in California, since we're closer to the ocean, it's more of a humid heat, and it's like, it's not as hot as it is here, but it's thicker, if you get what I'm trying to say. Like, the atmosphere, like, just, it's dense. So you're outside, it's not too, it's not too hot, but there's like this layer of thin sweat just always on you. Ooh. Yeah.
1: My man just said, dense.
0: He said thick. He said the t- atmosphere t- is changing <laughs> I told y'all he was a worship Yo, this leader. man can
2: sing, too, though. <laughs> he really can. He can. I was stalking him. Anyways. Uh, okay, man. you want to hop in? <laughs> oh, I oh. hey, just got to do my research. Uh, his name is Joey. That's all I found out. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, dude, like, over here, we have this thing called Mount Lemon. Have you been to it yet?
0: I have not. Not yet.
2: It's pretty dope. Uh. I was actually there a couple of weeks ago was with a friend, and he drives this uh, Subaru, right? Like this small car, a little Crosstrek. And there was one night where we actually came down there 50, 60 miles per hour. Yo. And let me tell you, this thing is like moves around. And I just remember sitting there with him, like, boy, you better chill out. And after six times, and he chilled out, you know? <laughs> and, but let me tell you, I was fearing, bro. I had so much fear as i was going down there and i told him i was like hey dude like i i'm scared right now i don't know if i feel comfortable people in the back are like we ain't doing this again like you know it doesn't really matter either you know oh my god and then he was like all right man and that's what he loved to do and i was like all right thank you so after five minutes there was this prius behind us and they really wanted to pass us. But my friend was like, hey, I'm not going to speed up. You said, you said to take it slow. <laughs> yeah. so, chill. so I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Pull over. We'll let her pass. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter who it is. So the Prius passes. And it has like a, over here we have like uh like, Christian plates. Christian people? Like, we'll we have have Christian plates. It says like God or something like God. that in it, right? And it's yeah. like a big blue one. And I was like, bro, we just got passed by granny from church. Oh, no,
0: she said, I'm going, my, bro, I'm on my way then, to the 5 p.m. service. For bro. real. <laughs> and then, so,
2: oh. as we were like speeding up again a little bit, I was like, you know what, bro? I'm scared. But I said, you know what? Who cares? Just go fast, but don't go past 50, I said. So he was like, all right, bet. So he stopped in the middle of the road. No. And then as the cars just passed, he gave them enough space and he just let it go bro and mm-hmm. let me tell you i was so scared no. at that moment i was like dude i don't know if this car about a flip or something because it's very sharp edges in some parts not all of them but in some parts yeah, yeah, yeah. but i just remember i was like you know what i would not have enjoyed this if i hadn't let myself just enjoy it and let that mm-hmm. just go yeah. so i was like his name is casey He's a cool dude. You Casey, Casey I should have let you speak <laughs> up from the beginning. And though that sounds dangerous, and I don't recommend hitting 50 plus going downhill, um, I do believe that that concept really carries into a lot of other things. Yeah. And that's something we just wanted to speak yeah. on today, and that is fear leads to compromise.
1: Yeah.
0: That was good, bro. That's clean.
1: But you have something you want to start. That transition. transition hey, that was clean, bro. Transition. <laughs> My guy. Yeah, man, today's topic is we're talking all about fear and why you're a scaredy cat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're talking we're talking about fear and how fear oftentimes can lead us into compromise and I think that's such a great story how a lot of times fear can also like stop us from enjoying things yeah. or getting somewhere quicker. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, in the context of a car, it can be dangerous. Yep. But in the context of life or ministry or, or friendships or relationships, fear can really be something that will, like, keep us from going somewhere or, or moving forward to, to compromising, mm-hmm. to being comfortable. So, I don't know if, Joey, you have a story that's kind of a time you
0: were scared. Dude, no, scared okay. Scared little boy. I have. Scared
1: little. I'm scared. <laughs> I've been bullied my
0: whole life. I did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like, I'm scared right now. No, I'm scared right now. So I've never been get on a podcast here, before. I have, <laughs> I was so, no,
1: was
0: so, nice. So, so David, I love oh, you, man. you <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but okay. I have a couple stories, but I'm only going to share one. Um, I wanted to share the time. I okay. All right. So, Let me get our comfortable. church comfortable. Let me get comfortable. comfortable. I, I, it's long, long story. Long, long story short. Um, we were going. My church. we were going to go serve in colombia on this mission and we were chilling i was international yeah i'm sorry all right so what (laughs) happened with y'all know how colombia gets we got i've
1: never been i don't i don't don't
0: know (laughs) no it's not
2: (laughs) we don't know we got we got got,
0: got cartels we got all these like just a lot going on (laughs) and we went to like the worst part we went to the place where um what's his name pablo escobar is that the one that was in yeah yeah i thought
1: you about to say J balvin we
0: went to the place the literal city where Pablo Escobar got shot and where his whole like prison was and all that stuff was. So we were going down there. It was my first time I know. Yeah, my first time traveling like internationally, especially to like like especially like South America or Central America, wherever it's located, I forgot. South <laughs> South, South there you Central,
1: go. it's all under the domain of the Lord's creation. To so. make a
0: long story <laughs> short, we land and it's going good so far. We're having a pretty good time the pastor and like his, his uh, escudero came and like picked us up and we we're chilling we we're like all right cool like everybody like a pastor the pastor's son everybody they went with the pastor like to go chill with their family and uh, we were going to the hotel and it was like me and two other guys we left the the hotel and the guy was like driving us he was like one of the like the like the head ushers and he was like hey um obviously he's in spanish but he was like Hey, just letting you guys know, I'm gonna drive through a couple red lights because if you stop here, you're going to get like mugged. Like they're going to steal parts from the car. You're gonna get, you're gonna lose your money, your passport, you're gonna lose everything. I was like, oh, okay, for sure. So this guy's like running red lights, running red lights. He's just doing everything. It was streets were empty. It was like Fast and Furious type B. I was chilling though. I was like, all right, okay. My family. No, my he he knew what he was doing though. I I can tell. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Flat tire. No.
2: In the middle of the no. night, it was like 2
0: a.m. in Columbia. Cali, Colombia. We had a stop pullover. Cali? Nah, bro, we didn't even call I thought Cali. thought you Cali. Nah, in the middle. So, in the middle of the night, it was like 2, 2 a.m., I'd like to say. And so, we pop out the guys. Like, obviously, it's a bunch of guys. We're going to get something done at least. <laughs> even if it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. We have to get out of this car and fix this car. So, we get out. We check this trunk. He's got no spare tire. Bro. My guy.
1: And hey, y'all in Columbia different, bro. Hold up, hold up. I don't care.
0: Oh, just watch this, watch this. My guy, he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the store, and I'm going to buy a tire. He leaves us for a solid 30 minutes in the dark, in the middle of Cali. Bro, if I could tell you anything about fear, I was like, I look white. They're going to kill me first. <laughs> oh. They're going to kill me first. He's like, he got money. He <laughs> got money. What you here for? You on vacation? No, I'm here to serve the Lord. No, but what ended up happening is he came back. We fixed the tire, and we got to the hotel in one piece, and it was an amazing encounter, an amazing um, just presence of God showed up. I think it was that, yeah. That event, every service that we played had 2,000 people. Wow. Crazy. And we played like three services. That's awesome. And God moved. It was yeah. awesome. So, if I would have given to that fear and just kind of be like, all right, dude, like, take me home. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah. We wouldn't have had that. So yeah, it was definitely. a real, real crazy experience.
1: Yeah, I think fear is one of those things that, to me, is so crazy because we have, like, natural fears. Fears that are, like, you know, if I, you know. <laughs> I got no flinch, bro. Yeah, You're I so? mean, he, did, he didn't flinch, but you were supp- you were just ruining my whole... Yeah, Oh, I'm, late. Just late, late. I'm just late. But we have natural fears, <laughs> right? Fears that, like, our, our reflexes, their instinct. We also have fears that are learned. Fears that we kind of like learn over over experiences. So like for example, one I can think of is like fear of the dark, yeah. right? Like no, like as a kid, you don't go to sleep or as a baby because I feel like the fear of darkness begins when you're an actual child, right? Like when you're like eight, seven years like old. Like the fear of the unknown. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like... I feel like just like our our minds run wild and we just don't know what's in the darkness. So there's fears like that, fears that are natural and then fears that are learned.
2: Yeah, and I think that like even within like a couple of preachers that I've heard like they've they've spoken on like how humans have only two fears when they're born and that is fear of loud noises, so like a, a loud noise. Ah! <laughs> Scary. I had to. I had And to. then fear of falling. Like, those are the two. So, like, when he says that we pick up these fears, like, in our lives over time, like, that is what he is saying. And it's, like, who knew that it only started with two? Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure that dogs, if I was scared of dogs, that would have started when I, I was a when I was terrified of dogs born, as a kid. Know? I was
1: so scared of dogs. Were you? Terrified. My parents were so embarrassed of me and my sisters, me and my two sisters. Because whenever we'd go to someone's house, we'd make a ruckus, bro. And, like, people who had, like, inside dogs, they were like, oh, but they're so nice. But we'd be, like, peeing our pants. The dog has, like, a like – <laughs> he's like this. No, legit. Has name on it? got like no. a picture on the wall that says no, dude, beware dude. of the, the dog. No, dude, and I, I think about that, and I'm like, dude, I was, like le- – they could be a chihuahua. Like, I was terrified. Dude.
0: No, tell me why. When my when I was, like, a little kid, we had these – uh these this brother – well, not brother. These – Brothers and sisters in Christ, who to take care of, my sister and I when we were little, and there was this dog that we'd never see coming from upstairs. It was vicious, bro. Guess what his name was? It was his name was Princess. <laughs> <laughs> like, mad, like, terrifying. I come to find out it was like a little one-pound chihuahua. I was like... <laughs> that, that's such a chihuahua name, though. For there real. Was, in,
1: in fourth grade, there was a girl in my class. Her name was Princess, and she was like the school bully. What? It's her, the name. But her was name was, was princess. princess. It's the name. Her name was Princess? Straight up. It's like the spirit <laughs> no. of Jezebel. She, <laughs> she just put this spirit of fear on my life. And, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Fear is just something that is is learned. You know, it, it's something that over time we grow. But one thing that we need to learn is that fear is not from God. Yeah. Fear up. doesn't come from God. That is not a godly thing. And if we go to 2 Timothy one seven. It says, can you read that to me?
2: Yeah, it, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So here, we very, we,
1: we see, right? Fear, God did not give us a, a spirit of fear or timidity. Yeah. He gave us a spirit of love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So one thing that we need to learn is that when we're scared, that is something that is not of God. So why would we listen to it? Yeah. True. And why are we so prone to giving into it? You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: And I think one thing too is that fear leading to compromise. What is compromise? To compromise is to settle. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We settle for less than. We settle for, for a lot of times something that's not even in God's plan. And if we go
2: to Isaiah 41.10, I don't know if you got that. I got you. So Isaiah 41:10 says, "Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand." Dude, that's crazy. Here we just see
1: the plans that God has for us, right? Don't be discouraged. I will strengthen you. I will help you. To compromise is to settle. Yeah. So if to compromise is to settle, to compromise is to be outside of the Lord's will, right? Mm-hmm. And that's disobedience, right? Yeah. To be outside of the will of God. So fear, I feel like it's such a greater thing. Fear leads to compromise. To compromise is to settle. And when we settle, we're not in the will of God. We're not walking in our truest, purest, most ful- fulfilled self.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Like your dreams.
0: I get you. I got you. Yeah. you
1: the, the God dream over your life. Is being put on hold because of fear, and if fear is not from God, it's from it's from the enemy. Exactly. Yeah. Most definitely.
0: I do agree. Um, fear can spawn from also a lack of identity, a lack lo- a lack of um knowing who you are and what you were put on this earth to do. Yeah. And obviously, it's like life can it just keeps going. There's mm-hmm. not like a definitive answer as to why, because God, His why, is whatever He wants it to be. Yeah. As of right now, this season, I could be. Right here, God, could, God, could let me here, or I could be back in California. This next, the next season, got to be like, okay, I need you to start ch- children's ministry. My like, God, please no, don't do that. But, <laughs> please God, don't do that. But the thing is, is that it's the fear that, that is dormant within us because obviously we give that fear to God, but it's like still a dead shell of a body. Right. It could, if we give it that authority and that life, it could come back. And we, if we give it that power, then that's when it's like, okay, we confuse the voice of God for the voice of fear. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, you know what? Actually, I don't think this is the right move for me. Yeah. I don't think this is what God wants for me because, you know, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right when God, he's like, no, I'm pushing you to do this. Mm-hmm. The, usually, for me at least, when I'm praying to God, the first voice is always God. And that's, always voice, that's the voice that always like is pushing me. But the second voice is always me. Mm-hmm. It's always the second voice that, that questions that authority, that questions what he's saying. So if you don't have that firm identity and knowing who God is and and knowing who you are in God, oh my gosh, you're going to be led astray so often.
2: And like, I think even just putting it in like a practical, like, I mean, not a practical, but like putting it into like a scenario. So, at the beginning of the year, I started off with three very, very, very amazing people in my life that I just love so much. And within three months of that, One of them told me that they were moving to go be a youth pastor somewhere else, and that was awesome. The other one said she was going to another country, and the third one said he was getting deployed. So by the end of the year, I was at this point where like, yo, I'm about to be alone for a bit of this. And let me just tell you that getting to this point where i had these people and like it was like iron sharpening iron like great all the lord was moving heavily so much was moving there yeah that i had to like remove myself from a lot of other things remove myself from certain groups and it's not that they were bad it's that it just wasn't for me yeah right it wasn't for me for the season so i found myself with a limited and smaller group but i was happy there was growth there was movement yeah and the reason why this matters is because I would go to church with two of them, right? And they would they would go with me and, and it was a blast, it was fun. And mm-hmm. even if it was just three of us there, like it was all that I needed. Yeah. So when I found that out, I had this fear in my past where it was like fear of rejection or f- oh, fear yeah. of feeling alone, feeling abandoned. For sure, yeah. And I was like, bro, what is gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. And I just remember one week, None of them were here. Mm. And it was not going to be just a one-week thing. It was going to be like a two-week. So this is the first day that they were not going to be there. And it was a Wednesday night prayer. And I was like, man, I've already missed the last two. Like, some of them weren't there. I didn't go because of that. And I was like, I had this fear of being there by myself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I'm not going to go to church today. I'm just going to go somewhere else and spend time with the Lord over there. Mm. And as that came, I just felt like the Lord was saying, a, just press into that, press into just being there by yourself with me. Oh, and so I literally went. I just went. I was like, All right, like, whatever this looks like. If I feel like I'm alone, if you, I feel like people are looking at me and saying, Oh, this guy's a loner, like, loser. Yeah, like, <laughs> he loves God and way, came to church by himself, whatever, <laughs> you know. And when I got there, dude, there was such a freedom, such a movement there. Yeah. But had I compromised, had I been like, I have this fear here. Because compromise literally says an agreement or a settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making uh, concessions, right? And that, what that's saying is, like, both of you are coming to this conclusion that you're going to agree with this point to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, like, me battling with the fear, fear yeah. of rejection, fear of f- fear of feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And I was there, and I was like, man, I'm going to have to either push it out and we're going to have to stay there Mm -hmm. or i'm going to say hey you know what fear you win today i'm not going to church today yeah Yeah. but the lord was like no i don't want you to compromise today i want you to i want you to walk in the fullness that i have for you and if that means literally going to church by yourself today then so be it yeah and because of that because Mm -hmm. i was walking in and letting the lord just guide me in that Mm -hmm. the compromise was like nah out. Like, I'm not going to compromise. Right. Like, I'm going to walk in the full freedom. Because mm-hmm, right. half freedom is not freedom at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, that was good, and bro. Even in just, like, <laughs> half freedom is not freedom. A fraction faith coming next week. That's but, crazy. like, but even in just, like, me taking that step, I was like, you know what? This fear could have led me to a place of compromise mm-hmm. where I could have convinced myself that even just going to a, like, a place of solitude, like a, a, a place alone with the Lord would have been enough. But that's not what the lord wanted for me that's and okay. he didn't want me to give in to that fear
1: and i feel like that that is so true for a lot of people because unfortunately i feel like we live in a world where anxiety is up and like you know people especially with covid have gone through the fear of being alone and a lot of times it is like oh i won't go to school if so and so isn't there like i'm i'm too anxious to go to the, a doctor appointment by myself so i think fear is such a big block like like a roadblock in a lot of people's lives nowadays mm-hmm. because fear can also lead into anxiety and lead into depression and lead to into other things. But yeah, that's so good and I like how you how you brought that up because my next point is you're not supposed to do it alone, right? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not supposed to do life alone. You're supposed to do life in community, but not only in community, but with God. So if we go to Matthew 19:26 and I love this, it says
2: want to read it yeah so it says jesus looked at them intently and said humanly speaking it is impossible but with god everything is possible
1: dude 100 percent, and i love that so much because realistically you're not supposed to do this
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you do the possible and let god take care of the impossible yeah. when when we're in uh in a season that is new that is different that, that can bring fear. Yep. Even if it's a, even if it's a godly season, even if we're in a season that is meant to be a
0: blessing. Definitely, yeah.
1: That can still bring mm-hmm. fear. Mm-hmm. Why? Because then, oh, I'm not good enough. Yep. I, I'm not supposed to be here. Preach it. Come on. Uh, I, You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't, I don't have the skills. I'm not qualified. A lot of times when you go into a new job, oh, I don't, I, I, lied on my resume, whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, <laughs> I didn't actually, much. <laughs> I went to Harvard. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Stanford Sam- <laughs> graduate. No, but yeah, man. I feel like we do the possible, and just let like, God handle the impossible. Yeah,
0: it's it's Loki. Loki? Key? Loki from? Mar- no, just kidding. Um, I I like that a lot. And kind of going back to what you were talking about, being alone. I feel like I don't know if this happens to you guys ever, like going to church. But it never there, happens. there, I never go to church. <laughs> there are certain days in which your day could just, it could be going great. And then last minute, right before you're going to church, something happens, you're like, mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to go no more. Yeah. I don't want to go no more. And the thing is, is that I've come to notice because this happened with my sister before. And the reason why, only reason why I bring her up is because I was the outside force looking in. So it happened and she was like, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to stay home. I'm not feeling well for X reason. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. and those services that I go to but she, she decided to stay home by herself the Holy Spirit moved like crazy Holy Spirit came down healings, miracles, signs, wonders and the thing is is that when you and I know I can say this because I, we've talked my sister and we've talked about it before the reason is that when you allow yourself to give in sometimes you're holding back the blessing from yourself because yeah. you never know what you can encounter what mm-hmm. you can experience mm-hmm. it's like you said that compromise okay, well, I'm just going to stay home because, you know, I'm not feeling well or I just had a bad day and, and I just kind of want to stay home and just not have to deal with people because we're leaders of the church, blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of leads you down this path of like, okay, why am I going if it's not for God? You know, am I going just to satisfy myself? Yeah. Or is it this fear of missing out? Mm-hmm. You know, or am I really going to encounter God? Am mm-hmm. I really going to have this kind of encounter just knowing that god can do something and it's always funny because it's always those services that someone misses out that it's just like god presence lord jesus he's here and it's yeah. just i don't know man it's just yeah. I, I, it's crazy dude
2: yeah for sure yeah bro i mean i think one more point is that like when we compromise like it makes it that much easier to continue it in a place where like yeah. you're gonna continue to the compromise, cycle. yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you can literally start with not going to church one day, or not going to this gathering one day, and then lead you to like this other hmm. bit in the other spectrum, you know? Like, yeah. And I think like even when it comes to things like this, like even the small decisions mm-hmm. where you compromise can lead to the big. Bro, it's like dominoes, bro. Yeah,
0: oh. hit one domino that comes knocking that all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I like that's that.
2: where it gets dangerous, like. And you'll never know because you won't see it until it, there's an abundance of, of whatever comes from it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like for us, it, we tend to overlook the small outcomes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not until it gets to the big thing where we get to, um, or like an insecurity or whatever it is, or like whatever, however it begins to like manifest in your, in your, in your life or in your body, or whatever, whether it's anxiety or whatever it is that it is. Right. Yeah. Um, that's when we start to notice, mm-hmm. but it's like in the root, like it's in the one small decision where the root began, you yeah. know. Oof. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, honestly, I just think we need to. I saw, I literally saw this. Uh, I saw this video yesterday where this guy was talking about like us being more supportive. Like we should be more supportive of each other. Yeah. Because when we fail, we're so quick to to jump on them and say, "Hey, man, you suck!" Like yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, you was looking at me a little too. <laughs> no, no, and, and one thing that he said was like, during COVID, a lot of people started businesses. A lot of people yeah. started this and this and that. Yeah. And people were so quick to laugh at them when they failed. Mm-hmm. And in our society, that is so common. Yeah. And that's what we fear so much to step into certain things. Like, yeah. we, we feel like it has to be so perfect in order for it to even start. Like, this yeah. podcast, like, we've been, th- we recorded an episode a month ago, but because of this, borderline perfectionist mindset that I had, that I felt like I had to please a lot of people, and I had this fear of failing, I was pushing, I was throwing out excuses like there was no tomorrow, and this is new to David, but Nah bro, I'm the same. That is, and, but that is something that society yeah. literally puts on us. It's yeah, like, man, yeah. if you fail like man, feel that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. I but, feel
0: like I feel like just to let just let you continue real quick. I feel like a lot of the times it's it's a mental thing. Yeah. And it's moreover, the situation is is that we put ourselves in this position when in reality it's not the surrounding ourselves with the community that we do mm-hmm. with supportive community, we tend to think of ourselves as like we diminish ourselves and when it comes to the point of releasing the said product or whatever it is that we're releasing Mm -hmm. the people around us sometimes you expect them to do something but they do a whole 180 and they support you and they do something else but it's the little the little things it's that out of 100 out of 100 people that one person is like hey bro like your lighting was off your your whole thing is trash and you focus and you hone in on that one thing yeah that that i know because dude oh my gosh yeah. Uh, it's terrible That's I know what so that feels like yeah
1: <laughs> and I think too like with the first episode like I was pretty like okay with it but then Osmi was like no we can do it better and he was sending me notes like no look let's add more notes or let's take out the gibberish that we did but honestly at the same time though I feel like it's not it's not also like a fear of failing but it's also like wanting to put out the best we can put out yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying because I'm with you man like if if we could have done better i'm like heck yeah we could do better let's do it again let's run it Mm -hmm. again but i think that's one thing too like you were saying about community is that i feel like all of us and like partnering up with those means to do this podcast i'm surrounding myself with people who are going to push me forward and not hold me back because if anything it could have been a trash podcast and then those means like yeah drop it you know what i'm saying so where you think you're like trying to please people, I see it as like my brother's pushing me forward to do better. Mm. Lastly, one thing that I think we all have to remember is that fear is temporary. Yep. Fears, fear is not going to have a hold on you. It will have a hold on you as long as you let it, Mm -hmm. but it's temporary. Yeah. I've, if you guys look back to like your first time stepping into church, your first time stepping onto a platform, first time going into ministry, there's fear involved. It's scary. But that you don't feel that way now. Yeah. I think that's one thing to remember. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always freedom is always found, is is going to be found. And I think that's that's a hope that we all have that fear is temporary. Your compromise. I like what you said earlier. You said it depends where you compromise or something around that, that line. You said like it's about what you compromise on. So our fear is temporary and your compromise can turn into a success.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because even if you look at Proverbs nine ten, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Like what you're probably like, like, oh, what do you mean? Like there's no compromise in this. But let me tell you, like when you get to this point to where you fear the Lord and where you hold him in that regard, like where in the position that he is in, then your flesh compromises. Mm. So like even in the bad, like your flesh will compromise as well when you submit everything unto the Lord, all those thoughts, everything, everything, all of who you are when you submit it to them and you hold them in the position that he is, he will guide you, he will instruct you mm. and your flesh will begin to compromise. So it's not only like you fear uh, dogs so you will avoid your friend's house who has a dog, but it's like you fear the Lord, like you hold them in this position, this like the reverence. Yeah that your flesh is like, I'm not gonna over there with the flesh and give into yeah. to it. Yeah. And, man, yeah. like... It's kind of like, uh, how I fear my
1: Mexican mother, <laughs> but I don't fear her <laughs> because I'm scared of her. I fear her because I don't want to fail her. The reverend fear. Oof. The reverend fear. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you fear it because you love.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I get yeah. That.
1: 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's so good.
0: Dude, um, if I could just add one last thing. No. Um, all right, for sure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Uh, (laughs) one thing. Of course, of course, the special guest can
1: add something. All right,
0: thank you, (laughs) appreciate that, man. No, um, but one thing that I really, I'm a firm believer in what the word says and how it says, um, love casts out all fear. Mm. Love leads you to trust. When you love somebody, you trust them. No, Mm -hmm. like you trust me, right? Like if I had my <laughs> Glock, I'm. Just like, Yo! You would trust me, no. Um, but. <laughs> hey, do I'll you still trust man. me with your well, car? The trust vault, this I don't, I don't trust you anymore. I don't trust this guy in my car anymore. We no. have, I
1: have, we have a story about. Never mind. But you were yeah. saying...
0: Long story <laughs> short, just to kill that real quick, he drove my car for, like, not even a minute, and he crashed it, bro. What? Not crashed it, but Yo, he, like, he dude, ran over a whole curb. He had
1: a... a, he whole, had, he a had, whole He had, curve? like, his baby, this Genesis, yeah. bro, and he, he never let anybody drive it. He was like, you want to drive my car? I was like, heck yeah, we were outside of church. And I thought... The entire parking lot doesn't have bumps. The entire... But the one spot he parked in Had a bump, so I just thought I could go forward because the whole parking lot. And then I go, and it's like, and then I'm like, oh, he's like, like, go back, go back. And then I was like, wait, you went went over it? Yeah, yeah. I thought you just scratched it. No, no, and then he was like, go backwards. And I was like, no, I gotta full send it, like, I gotta go, dude. And then I Uh, just, (laughs) no, dude. And then, like, was it like a month later, a few weeks later, that it
0: was a month or a couple months later.
1: Okay, the camera died, so we're going to wrap up our last points here. Joey. All right, for
0: sure. Uh, yeah, I don't trust you in my car anymore. Um, but no, uh, like I said, love leads to trust. When you trust somebody, you love yeah. them. That's like a really big sign that you trust them. And this process that God put me on, not this last year, but this lifelong process that God put me on, he gave me one verse, three different translations, and they all came at separate points in my life when I was at my lowest point. The verse is Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. And basically... That re- the, f- the first version of that verse that I got Was, trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not your own understanding In all your ways, submit to Him And He will make your path straight This is a season that I was very prideful And the, ces- the season in which I was like I thought I was a big shot I was new on the worship team I was playing guitar and singing And I was doing XYZ for the whole church And I was like, yeah And I was in a relationship Woo, that broke off I was alone for a long time And I was just so depressed and so on myself and God said, submit to him. I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Later down in my life, like probably half a year later, I'm like, I wrote that verse on my wall, that version. The Holy Spirit convicts me. He was like, I need you to read the same verse, but in New King James Version. And I was like, okay, it's going to say the same thing. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Mm-hmm. The difference between submit and acknowledging him is that once you're on the ground, you can just be in your own presence. You're going to like, God, I'm so bad. I'm so this, this, and this, and this. It took me to a whole, this whole process in the beginning, it was me acknowledging or me submitting to the point where I was like, God, I let it this go, I let this go. But I wasn't glorifying God with that. I wasn't using it as a testimony. I wasn't even worshiping God at that point. I was just treating myself like trash. And, but he was like, no, I need you to acknowledge me now in your prayers. I was like, okay. And this is the point where I started seeking him or acknowledging him and starting to worship with spirit and in truth. And the last version that he gave me, was the New Living Translation version, was my favorite. And dude, it says, Trust in the Lord God with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He shall so show you which path to take. So not only have I submitted, have I acknowledged, but now I'm seeking Him. And I'm trusting Him to the point where I'm like, Okay, God, I know where you're taking me, so I don't need to be afraid anymore. Yeah. I know that you're going to push me in the right position, right place, mm-hmm. with the right people, and he took me from this place where i was low and prideful to this this position where i was finally free and and i let go of a lot of these demons that were trying to convince me that i was garbage that i was trash that i was yeah. bound to the spirit of fear and it really took me to this place where i was like okay god i can trust you because i love you and i'm not afraid anymore come on cue to that that little clip of i'm not afraid anymore from home alone one <laughs> i
2: yeah, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, sir. We had the boy Joey. You follow so him gone. on Instagram. Hey, shout yeah. out your Instagram. Yeah.
0: y'all, y'all can follow me at uh, ampersand, uh, the at sign, if you oh don't know. God. What <laughs> the heck? Yeah, you're gonna have to spell that, bro. <laughs> no, it's just uh, underscore Joey G. Literally, it's Joey J O E Y G E E underscore again. Or you can follow me at my other IG, my professional page, at uh, underscore shot by H underscore. Thank you guys for having me. So if you're in the
1: California area and you need uh, videography, photography, uh, a nice foot massage, hit up my boy Joe. We love you all. Take care. We out. Peace.